You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 32, the ultimate guide to rejection and how to deal with it. Let's get started. My people, this is Maggie Barra here, and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for joining us. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every Monday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Tribe. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. I wanted to discuss today with you the topics of rejection and comparison to your quote-unquote competition in the industry because we as artists are inherently more sensitive to these kinds of things because a lot of the time it feels like we are defined by our work and defined by the amount of callbacks we get and defined by the amount of jobs we book and look to the left and look to the right and see all of the people that have all of the jobs and they're so successful and it looks like they have their lives together. But it seems to me like everyone feels this way, that everyone is comparing themselves to someone else in the industry. And I'm wondering who these people are that feel like they have it together. The topics of rejection and comparison and competition come up a lot in my inbox. They come up a lot on my Instagram DMs, and I wanted to address them today. But before I do that, I would love it if you could leave me a quick review on iTunes or screenshot this episode and tag Actor Aesthetic and put it on your Instagram story, because I love to see who is listening and following along with me. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive right into this topic because I have a lot to say about it. So let's discuss a couple of scenarios you might find yourself in as an actor in the theater industry. Let's say you didn't get the part, and this happens a lot. You did all the work, you chose the perfect outfit, the perfect song, perfect headshot. You picked the perfect monologue and practiced it forwards, backwards, and sideways. You read the entire script of the show you auditioned for. You memorized the vocal score and watched the film version. You go into that audition and absolutely blow the audition panel away with your effort and enthusiasm. And frankly, the creative team looked thrilled and about ready to hand you the role. And then, radio silence. Maybe you got down to final callbacks for a show, and the creative team decided to give the specific role to someone else, another actor. How many of you are all too familiar with that dreaded phrase, we decided to go a different direction? Maybe Broadway World or Playbill just announced the cast for the show you were in auditions for, and your heart feels like it's been torn into a billion pieces. 
Maybe you're watching your friends, your peers, your classmates book their dream shows and jobs, and you're wondering, when is that going to happen for me? Or even better, will it ever happen to me? Maybe you're just stuck in a quote-unquote rut, and you just can't even seem to get a callback. So what do you do now? We have all been there, and it sucks. Sometimes we find ourselves defining our self-worth by the amount of callbacks or jobs that we've booked. But considering we are in an industry that's very much out of our control, let me repeat, very much out of our control, how will that mindset ever lead to happiness? If you wholeheartedly believe that you are solely defined by the success of your career, you are destined to a very unhappy life. Being an actor truly takes having a thick skin. So you're probably wondering, what can I do to deal with rejection? How do I cope with it? Let me just start this right off by saying that you are absolutely not alone in dealing with rejection. And it's just something that over time you either have to get used to or you find a different career. So I'm going to give you some advice that I have learned over the years from people that I look up to in the industry and also from dealing with rejection firsthand. Let me let you in on something. I didn't get into every single college that I auditioned for, and I certainly don't get every single role I auditioned for. Statistically, looking back at the numbers of auditions that I've been on so far this year and the amount of callbacks I've gotten, I really only get called back from like 10% of the projects that I audition for. Most of the time, I don't even hear anything back after I audition. And that's 100% the standard in this industry. The only time you ever really hear anything back is if you either ask for feedback, you have your agents ask for feedback, or you get an envelope in the mail if you're auditioning for college and a college literally rejects you from their program. But in the theater industry, we often don't hear no. We just hear nothing. <laughs> so whether you didn't get the part, you didn't get the callback, you didn't get into the program that you wanted to get into, this podcast is dedicated to help you cope with that feeling of rejection, and to get back on your feet. Number one, get in touch with your emotions. It can be really hurtful if you didn't get the part you think you very well deserved. And it's especially hurtful when you get really close to it. And I'm talking about getting to final callbacks for it. Have a good cry. Talk with somebody you trust. If you get your emotions out in the open, instead of suppressing them, it can be way easier to move on from this. Number two, try not to take any casting choices personally. I mean this. There are a myriad of reasons why a certain person is cast into a certain role and you weren't. 
Maybe another actor may have more experience than you, or perhaps they had a stronger audition. Perhaps their specific vocal range or look fits the character better. The theater industry is so incredibly subjective, and I feel like I talk about this on every single episode, but I mean it, and it's hard to explain anything these days when it comes to casting decisions. Sometimes we can get into a bit of a tunnel vision. We may think that we are the best choice for a certain role, but that doesn't mean that that necessarily fits with the director's vision. And remember, the bigger the project the more cooks there are in the kitchen, and all of them have their own idea of who they think is right for the part. The production may have to include the opinions of the casting director, producers, director, writers, artistic director, musical director, choreographer, assistants, and sometimes even the stars of the project themselves. There are many opinions fighting for supremacy. Which leads me to number three. Remember that every rejection gets you one step closer to your goal. I know we would all love to stumble onto our dream role in our first audition, but that kind of luck really only happens to a select few. Most of us need to cultivate a body of work and a solid reputation before grasping our dreams with both hands. So try to think of each rejection as one more hill you've got to climb before you get to your destination. Keeping a positive mindset will help to eliminate the negativity from your next audition or interview, and this is a good thing. Anyone who walks into the room thinking, I'm not going to get this, probably won't. The energy you bring into the room will be dripping off your audition and will color your interaction with the director. In the acting world, we like to say that auditions are not about booking the role, but about booking the office. Each good audition may result in more auditions because that casting director likes what you do and trusts you will give a great audition. Truthfully, many people in the casting world must see an actor multiple times before they will give him or her a shot. So if you walk into the room with a casting director you've seen before, bring in that confidence and positivity because it makes for a better meeting every time and for possible meetings in the future. Number four, focus on the good. Don't dwell on the what ifs. Look forward to the next role, to the next opportunity to build and create. I like to think of rejection as the universe's way of telling you, not yet. So for the time being, look at what you did gain from this experience. Maybe this character had you exercising a new, muscle. Maybe it helped you discover a different facet of yourself. Maybe it just helped you keep fresh. And maybe it was an opportunity to show that casting director what you can do. Maybe your audition expanded the creative team's mind for that character and added an element that would make the story better. You don't know how far your reach goes, so stay positive and look forward. Be grateful you had the opportunity to audition. You just don't know what will circle back around because of it. Number five, stop with the social media. 
I love social media. I think it's an excellent platform for my blog, my podcast, my career. And I love how easy it is to connect and communicate with others. But I hate the comparison game it creates. If right now you listening are dealing with the feeling of failure, rejection, or the idea that you are not good enough, then number one, I'm here to tell you that that is a big old fat lie. And number two, get off social media. Just do it. Stop scrolling. Put your phone down and your laptop away. Delete any apps if you have to. You don't have to delete your accounts, but cleanse yourself of any toxicity you might be dealing with. Remember, social media is not inherently toxic, but it can be if you aren't careful. So be wise and do something else for you. Leading me to number six, reward yourself. Just because you didn't get the role doesn't mean you should deprive yourself of every last bit of happiness. Start getting into the habit of rewarding yourself after a good audition or callback. Do something that makes you happy, that allows you to decompress and exhale the day. Maybe that means going to treat yourself to get a donut or some ice cream. Or after your audition, go and watch an episode of something that you just love, that makes you feel good when you watch it. Lately, I just love watching old SNL skits on YouTube. YouTube is so awesome in that way. Because when I click on a video and I put my headphones in, it allows me to escape for a few minutes and just laugh if I want to. Or if you're not into that, you're more of a book person, maybe consider just sitting yourself down and either starting or continuing your favorite book or a new book that you've just really wanted to read. Whatever you do, it doesn't have to be lavish or indulgent. Just get into the habit of doing things for you. Finally, number seven, try again. Hear me out. If you truly love theater and performing, keep going, keep submitting, keep auditioning. Let me put things into perspective here. It's only one job. It's only one show. There are a million productions happening all the time. Find them. And chin up, not getting the role sucks. It's one of the worst facts of being an actor. But it's all those times that it doesn't happen. That's what makes it so fantastic when it actually does. Because you know how hard it is to get a role. You know how hard you work and how close you've come. And when you get that role, you'll know how much it means. The right job will come. The right role will come. Keep going. So listen, I know that this is a very sensitive topic for a lot of us, merely because, again, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to book jobs and to get callbacks, especially when we have to go into an audition room time and time again and show our most vulnerable selves. Often it feels like we are our work, and when we don't get that instant validation or gratification of a callback or booking a job, we feel unhappy with ourselves. We think that maybe we have to change something about ourselves in order to get this job. Maybe we think we're not good looking enough or we're not as 
good of a singer or good of a dancer as they wanted. And so we take that to heart. But I'm about to tell you the truth. I want you to silence that voice in your head that's telling you otherwise. And it's that there is a place for every one of us in this industry, one way or another. If you want to be in the theater industry, you will find a way. If you believe in yourself as an actor, as a singer, as a dancer, if you believe that your story is something that should be told or that you are the right person to tell a story, you will make it in this industry. There are a lot of things that we can't control, right? Yes, I know. I say this all the time. But you are the only person that can believe in yourself with the exception of your family or your closest friends, right? When it comes down to it, you have to be okay with you. You are the one that, at the end of the day, has to face you. So while you're waiting for the next job or for the next opportunity to perform, instead of focusing so much on feeling like you've been rejected, start focusing on you. What is going to make you happy? What inspires you? When you start doing things for yourself, that is always when you find opportunities at your door. When you're focusing on yourself and you least expect something to happen, that's when it happens. And I can attest to this firsthand. I don't think I've ever gotten a callback or a job when I sat and waited by my phone or my email. It always came when I least expected it, when I was hustling, when I was living my life. So that's just something I encourage you to think about when you're feeling down about not booking a specific job. And to quickly address the comparison game that we often find ourselves in in this industry. One of the biggest traps of the comparison game is perception. While you may look at someone else who dabbles in your field of expertise and think them to be wildly successful, you never know truly what their life is like. To the public, they may seem as if they have a sweetly composed life accompanied by a healthy bank account, but in reality, they may be just like you, comparing their career, or lack of, to someone else, while wishing their own were better. So remember, we all go through our own seasons, seasons of what seems like endless opportunity and then seasons of what seems like an ultimate drought. We all go through our own thing in our own time and at our own pace, which leads me right on back to focusing on bettering you. So there you have it. Comparison, rejection, and all of the good stuff in between. If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, and especially subscribe on iTunes because I put out a new episode every Monday, and when you subscribe, you will get a little notification at the top of your phone saying that a new episode is out. Of course, if you feel so inclined, give me a shout out on Instagram, screenshot, this episode, tag at Actor Aesthetic, and I will gladly share that on my own Instagram story. For further inquiries, email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or shoot me a DM at Actor Aesthetic. And if you want to know more about my coaching sessions 
and the lessons that I offer online with you one-on-one on how to build your audition book and more, head on over to actoraesthetic.com slash coaching. It takes a village, y'all. I'll see you next week.